We need to talk about something called grass. Not that grass. I'm talking about marijuana. It's stimulating, mind expanding, safer to use than alcohol. Marijuana. Much more appropriate with a water bong right here. <laughs> and if you don't know why well, I'm saying that would be more appropriate, this particular episode is the topic at hand today. Yeah, I'm actually doing some research on the topic right now. And welcome everybody for future viewers on Twitch. Uh, hopefully everything's going to go well to us today, and this episode's going to go well for a very long future. Um, if you happen to be tuning in at any point in time, go ahead and hit those follows. That way uh, you'll be notified whenever we go live, and it should be hopefully a weekly thing. Everybody else that's listening now on all the podcasts, go ahead and hit those likes, subscribes, follows, and all that good stuff. That way you won't miss future episodes, and if you haven't liked it already... What are you doing? <laughs> uh, yeah, guys. So uh, welcome to uh, Stoner's Point Podcast, um, the only podcast where I take excessively long pours of coffee at the beginning of every episode. Um, don't worry. I'm going to continue to try to make that more annoying each episode. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> why not, right? Yeah, my, uh, my daughter heard it on uh, the Vlad Tip and Vlad episode. <laughs> And she uh, <coughs> she was given hard eye rolls about it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna keep that around. Um, just gonna be Absolutely. Our new stick. <coughs> <coughs> oh, yeah, a little too much research there. Huh? Uh, well, there's no such thing. <laughs> I think we'll do like Nixon's researchers. We'll be like, no. I gotta turn this down. Wow. It's like calling go. in a radio show with the radio on, huh? Yeah, I know, right? Such a slacker. Yeah, have you ever listened to any old Art Bell episodes, like Coast to Coast? Art Bell, I, sounds familiar. The old A&M, a and A&M, AM radio, fucking Art like Coast to Coast. He always did like this paranormal shit, and 
Sounds familiar. I think I have heard a few of his old episodes. If you, if you were to call in on his show and your radio was playing in the background, man, he'd fucking raise hell. <laughs> he hated that shit. <laughs> he'd hang up on people. Nope. <laughs> oh. oh, sweet God. So, what's the topic for today, Richard? Um, chronic. Weed. <laughs> Pot. Smoke. Ganja. <laughs> <coughs> Quite a few others that just don't come to mind right off the tip of the tongue. There's hundreds. Um, bud. Dope. Dope. Uh, let's see. Herb. Remember Herb? I remember Herb. <laughs> yeah, I remember Herb. Uh, I remember. <laughs> grass. Of course, that one's not as popular nowadays, and I, I kind of... I'm sad about that. I even tried to bring it back, like in 06 or so. <laughs> what, grass? I, I asked my dealer, hey man, you got any grass? Let me get some grass. And they would just look at me. Better be fucking careful. I'm not going to say you're back of yard clippings if you don't know what you're talking about, bro. <laughs> yeah. And if somebody does that to you, don't go back and tell them it was the best shit you ever smoked and yeah. ask for more. And this is actually <laughs> a uh, this is actually a redo episode, uh, yet again. Um, the last time I did it, I, I had, uh, Mike took the lead on, on Vlad, so I'm, like, really a fidgety guy, so I decided that when I wasn't talking, I would mute my mic while he was talking, so that we wouldn't hear all my fidgeting and fucking around. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's what happened. <laughs> and, well, you know, when, when the show was over, you know, I, it, I never went back to it. And then we did the, the, we did this episode last week, and, uh. I went back, I was doing the editing, I was getting ready to... You're just so anxious to get on this one. Yeah, I, I, I didn't even look at it, man. And I was like, man, why do I sound so far away? Like, you could barely hear the coughing pour. I was like, man, what's going on? And then it occurred to me. <laughs> like, I was fucking muted. <laughs> like, you can hear me, but it's, you know, on the other side of the room. So... <laughs> yeah, well, we all make mistakes, shit happens. So, we get to do it again. And I found a couple extra little uh, research topics to be able to yeah. throw into the mix. I never get tired of talking about drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, we could, we could redo this one every other day, man. That'd be all right. <laughs> I mean, and if somebody's already heard it, you know, fine. You know, that, know that's how. great. And if you haven't, <laughs> well, you need to freaking listen. If you have heard our episode, our previous episode on cannabis, um... I don't. I'd like to know when you're in my fucking house. Well, <laughs> our, our, our friendly FBI agents might oh, spread yeah. it around. Oh yeah, because yeah. it was pretty informative shit. Uh, Special Agent Johnson <laughs> it was the best episode in the world. <laughs> you gotta believe me. I wish you were there. <laughs> yeah, we had a special guest, Snoop Dogg, and uh, just a matter of opinion. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Good God. <laughs> I don't love it. <laughs> um, yeah, this is our, our first attempt at streaming live. Uh, so we'll see how it goes. It's probably going to be a train wreck, but also a name of a strain of cannabis. <laughs> the devil's I lettuce like it. with its roots in hell. Notice the leaves with their fingers reaching out to grab your children. <laughs> I didn't actually make that up. That is a direct quote from a 1940s ad. <laughs> And see, people didn't have, like, TV, TV then. They would go to the local theater, you know. And that's where you'd, you'd, you'd go and you'd pay, like, a dime or a nickel 
and you'd go to the, you'd get your popcorn, and you'd sit, and you'd be able to watch Looney Tunes, uh, some more videos. How dare you remind folks <laughs> the movies used to be a nickel? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, you'd, you'd, and they'd, they'd throw out these little public service announcements, and one of them was about pot. Because um, <laughs> they were terrified of it, but they weren't really terrified of weed. What they were actually terrified of was, um, well, people of color. <laughs> and people thinking too much. Yeah, they don't like that shit. Uh, Especially if a person of color starts thinking. <laughs> well, they might think they're as equal to a white person. Get out laughing. That shit's fucking hilarious. <clears throat> and like we'll get to I got I got slides with some quotes here from uh old Harry Anslinger, the the really the person who's really responsible for the demonization of marijuana. But we got thousands of years of history to get to before we even get to that. Um so, yeah, yeah, at least 3,000. <laughs> uh, cannabis, sativa or indica, also ruderalis, <laughs> um, is a hemp, a flowering hemp plant. Um, it came indigenously from like Southeast Asia and was kind of spread around through trade routes. Um, cannabis ruderalis also was indigenous to the North and South American continent. So it, it existed everywhere that people were. Um, it's pretty as fuck. That's one of the, I, I love that picture. I could look at that picture all day. That could be a backdrop somewhere. Yeah, man. Yeah, that'd be nice. I, I remember when I was like 14, 15, I first started smoking pot. I would go to Mr. G's up there in Wendell and I'd get the, uh, the latest edition of High Times. <laughs> I had all these centerfolds. For all right, time. somebody, here's a free idea for it because <laughs> it just popped into my head and I want it and I'm not going to be able to do it marijuana wallpaper and I'm not talking about cartoon leaves I'm talking about good nice photographic fields of marijuana as wallpaper yeah it's where you look at your wall and it looks like you're looking into a, a field of pot yes that would be fucking awesome <laughs> that would be fucking bad. just because I want one that's all I want for the idea go, go make it make it happen make you millions just send me one alright yeah yeah, yeah. Give me at least a discount, you know. <laughs> uh, so, there we are with that. Um, yeah, it's, what is that, uh, Indian hemp, cannabis sativa? Yeah, for centuries, you know, yeah, um, we've been using this we for its uh, hash plants. medical and well, psychoactive uses. We have, we have found, like, uh, hash in Egyptian mummy, pharaoh, like, pharaoh tombs and shit. We have found it in China. And speaking of China, that's our slide there. Hey, we almost cover up the little ogre guy. But, uh, yeah, that's clearly a male plant. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. <laughs> it's clearly a male marijuana plant, um, and which is why it is uprooted, I believe, and being eaten because, you know, it's just trash. Just feed it to That's the... all it's good for is its flavor. <laughs> yeah, just feed it. Feed it to the trolls. Feed it to the trolls. Um, <laughs> also, it, it, it gained religious significance in India. Uh, among the Hindu religions, and there's a legend about their uh, one of their god main gods. Like Hinduism has, like I think, thirty three million gods, but many of them are actually like uh, different avatars of the same god. You know what I mean? Um, so, but in their there there was Shiva, and uh, everybody's seen Shiva. You know, pictures of Shiva. He's usually blue with a third eye, and he's got four arms. He's usually dancing or he's sleeping. Um, well, he's, he's in this field 
Like, and he needs, he's kind of, you know, he's trying to figure, basically figure out what he's trying to do with his life, you know. And uh, he's sitting there and he sees this plant in this field that's kind of dancing in the sunlight, which pot fucking dances in sunlight. It really does. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> you know. Um, if you haven't seen it, yeah, I, I just. You need to. You need to. Well, I wouldn't say you need to grow some, but I, I will say some growing that out. You need life. to grow some. Well, I say <laughs> make the most of the hemp seed. Sow it everywhere. But, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll die on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you can ever find the opportunity to just watch a marijuana plant in good sunlight, just watch the plant. Yeah, it it just shimmies and shakes and does the twist. It's one thing that you do not need psychoactive elements to be able to enjoy. No, no, you don't need to smoke it. I mean, it's better if you do. But, uh, <laughs> so Shiva looks at this plant, and he says it smells good, and it's got these, like, big, heavy flowers on it, so he, he munches on it. And uh, this is where he gets his third eye. Uh, he kind of wakes up, his, his inner, he wakes up to his inner power. He, be, he goes from uh, Shiva the, what was it, Shiva, Shiva Nataraja, to, like, he completely changes him. He eats this plant, and he gets high, and he becomes like this cosmic dancer that starts to bring order to the world. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so there's, all, there's a, a festival in, in India. Now, pot is super illegal in India. Like, it's one of those places you can, you can almost get fucking killed by having some drugs, right? Except one day a year. <laughs> one day a year, the name of the festival is called Shivaratri. And one one day a year, everybody loads into the to the downtown street. How do you open this fucking? <laughs> like, fuck. No matter what you ask, man. <laughs> but yeah, so everybody gets down the streets, and these like the the side that's up is a Hindu sadhu, which is kind of like a holy man. And um, they they sit there with these pipes, and they will smoke a pile of pot that day as tall as they are. And it's I've always wanted to go. Reminds um, me of the July Fourth Festival up in DC, <laughs> or Rockfest last year, Blue Ridge. Whew, I wish I could have went. Dude, that shit was. I, I, went, I saw Cypress Hill, and now the place was like had a dust cloud. You know, you got like eighty thousand people going between six different stages, and there's like a dust cloud, right? But I walked through the fucking. I had like a good quarter and a half rolled up into four of them big ass raw joint papers. And as I made my way through the Cypress Hill crowd, I'd light it, I'd take a hit, I'd hand it off, I'd pick up something from somebody else. My hand was constantly I caught COVID <laughs> that day. Worth it. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I thought I was going to die. I was singing in my sleep because I had fever dreams. But, <laughs> you know, it was worth it. And I, I, I decided, but I wasn't really that interested in listening to Cypress Hill. I just wanted to move through the concert. I think I was actually headed over to... Uh, uh, suicidal tendencies. I was headed over to see them. And uh, I passed through Cypress Hill. When I get up for the hill, kind of back from the crowd, I turn around. There's this orange haze that's the dust cloud. But there's a blue haze right above the crowd that's so thick you can barely see the stage. There had to have been like a pound of pot being smoked simultaneously in front of the stage. I have never been in that open of a place of everybody just smoking pot. Cops were everywhere. It didn't matter. This was Virginia. Well, this was Virginia. <laughs> yeah. It's legal there. Lucky well, it wasn't there. legal then, except for in that one spot in D.C. on the 4th of July. I mean, they'll grab a few arrests at crowds like that, but for the most part, they got to arrest everyone, so they don't. 
there's been a lot of marches and whatnot in D.C. and all over where people just, if everybody's smoking, nobody gets busted because what are you going to fucking do? Well, they didn't harass us when we were going in or out through the state to get to D.C., uh, through Virginia. Um, they didn't harass us in D.C. In fact, you know, there were cops all over the daggone place telling us exactly where to go. They knew we, we were carrying. They knew what was getting ready to happen. None of them questioned it. Yeah. I even saw one going through the crowd passing out joints. Yeah, man. My buddy actually sat in a cop car at Rockfest because they, they had their cars there and they were watching. It was hot. And he was trying to roll a joint. He kept getting bumped by the crowd. So he asked the cop who was standing there by his car. He said, hey, man, can I sit down real quick? And the cop just opened his door, turned the AC off, and let him roll the joint in the cop car. And I'm I'm tripping balls on mushrooms. And I'm, like, <laughs> standing 20 people away, like, oh. I'm sure there were mushrooms at the, at the, at the <laughs> No, mine was, I, my, our big story, mine was drum circles and cover bands of Grateful Dead. <laughs> <laughs> at least I had real bands. <laughs> I don't know, man. Being in a drum circle. Drum circles are cool no matter who. That, that, was, that was tight. Drum circles are pretty awesome. Um, there I, was a, I never knew I could play a bongo. <laughs> you have all the things you need. Yeah, I'm <laughs> a little bit of a sense of rhythm and the tool to do it. Absolutely. It was, it was amazing. But we took everybody that showed up to the hotel room the night before brought their piece to put in to a planned blunt. Now, this blunt was made out of some big-ass fucking cigar. I'm talking about forearm-length fucking cigar, fucking two-and-a-half inches around kind of freaking cigar. Mm -hmm. This guy comes out with it, getting ready to cut that sucker open. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's do this right. <laughs> so we did it. And we popped that sucker out when we got to the festival, and that was what went around that drum circle. <laughs> we had people from all over coming to get a picture with this big monstrosity, man. I thought, you want to talk about people getting along, you've never seen it like at some kind of festival or large gathering where large amounts of marijuana are going around. Yeah, dude. Everybody loves every fucking dude, body. We don't care where you're from. We don't care what your background is. We don't care where you're going, who you are, what you look like, what you smell like, what you're wearing. We don't give up. Yeah, there was zero incidents of violence at a four-day festival. Zero <laughs> incidents of violence at ours, but the freaking veterans down the damn road had massive fucking arrests. Every other group had some kind of disturbance. Cause, you know, that was, that's the day everybody gets together in D.C. I don't know if they still do, but they did then. Everybody that had a cause, you got your festival gathering and you went to D.C. and you, you, you had your little thing. <clears throat> yeah. Little protests, big protests, gatherings, whatever. Every other group there had freaking issues. <laughs> we were just sitting over there getting chill, man. It's like, what the hell's wrong with those folks? Whatever. There was, there was, um, there was Love a, it. a popular, like, uh, a dessert. And I think you can still get it in India, especially, you know, you can get the real one on Shivaratri, but it, Involves like crushed flowers from pot, like buds, just kind of crushed up, but it's fresh, it ain't dried. And like a little bit of hash oil and like milk and sugar, like sweetener thing, like honey, I think is what they use for sugar. And it makes like this, this kind of soup called bong, B-H-A-N-G. Um, I've never, I, I, I've never tried it in India, but I have made it at home. It's pretty tasty. <laughs> it's pretty tasty. It, it'll good. fuck you up. Because, <laughs> like, you heat it, you know what I mean? And that activates the THC in it once you heat it. So, it, it'll fuck you up, man. Um, yeah, so, 
it's India. Like I said, their their current religion and culture is was basically born from some guy who got high the first time and thought he was a god. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so yeah. No, and if you think Christians are out on that one, no, but there, there's a possibility of uh, marijuana playing playing a role in that. Yeah, there one the original story of the the, the fruit from the tree of knowledge. Yeah, there's the fruit from the tree of knowledge. There's some. There's some, like, um, I've heard theories about the burning bush with Moses being pot, but I, I don't think so. One, it's not a DMT. Bush. Oh. DMT. Would have been, oh. Because it's present in most plants. Some plants much more than others. Yeah, yeah. If that was a particular plant that was high in that particular compound and it caught fire and he inhaled, uh, then, well... Yeah, he probably saw God, and that would explain why the bush burned and not, but did not consume. Because while he was sitting there tripping for fifteen minutes, it didn't look like that bush burned. You know? Right, he's stuck in time. He's in slow mo. Right. Yeah, but yeah, there's also uh, this holy anointing oil that is described in the Bible, and one of the things that go into it is something called cannabosum, which is uh, a lot of people are thinking is basically hash resin. Well, there might be something about that. Um, let's see if I can find that. I saw a list while I was looking through this stuff about what particular cannabinoids. There's like 120 different cannabinoids we know of. Let me see if I can find that right quick. It's not there. Illinois list. And, oh, I did have it up. I just looked at the wrong one. The cannabinoverin, 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 um, I was trying to see if by some chance there was a scientific derivative of what you had mentioned. Which was Cannabosm? Cannabosm. Well, I mean, it's mentioned in the Bible, so it might not even exist. You know? Well, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, the historical references in the Bible do. Yeah, yeah. You take the mysticism out of the Bible, and I'd, I'd follow it. It, it's you know been verified by archaeological evidence. I mean, so you know Jefferson did that. There's a thing in, um, called the Jefferson Bible. Thomas Jefferson took basically all the mysticism out of the Bible and just left behind the the good shit, the logical shit, and it, it's it's much yeah, shorter. like the actual history and the um, the, words, the fables. Yeah, and the words of Jesus and whatnot. You know what I mean? But it ta- he took away all the all the mentions of of, of, of gods and shit like that. And, it, yeah, it's actually not bad. <laughs> Who's that? Is that you? Uh, it shouldn't be. My volume's down. So is mine. At least I thought. Let me make sure I'm not being lied to. I'm probably being lied to. Hey, congratulations on our first stream. 
My volume's down. I turned it down when I turned it on and had it on when I started. Well, now, now I'm completely on mute, so it can't be me. I was not on mute, though, before. Uh, and one, one interesting point here that they contain no nitrogen, so they're not alkaloids. So, you know, adverse effects are minimal. Yeah, alkaloids, like, now, uh, what makes you, what gets you fucked up, peyote, the um, mescaline. That's an alkaloid. And I think psilocybin is an alkaloid, ain't it? I'm pretty sure it is. Most psychoactive uh, elements are. With the exception of, you know, pot. Um, nothing really, really close, but they've, they don't list all 120 here. But suffice it to say that it, it got used a lot. Um, it was popular. Nobody even really thought much about it. Well, that burning bush thing, have you ever actually really thought about it? Marijuana plants can grow pretty damn tall. Yeah. They can almost look tree-like. They, they, do, they do put on a Christmas tree type look, yeah. Um, particular strains can, can get a four or five inch stalk, you know, if it's grown, 15, if it, 20 if foot it tall. Room. Now, if you put them together, if you put them like real close together, that's how they grow for him. They'll grow real tall because they're trying to, you know, compete yeah. for light. But if it's by itself and it's not competing for light, they look they like a full grown wild pot plant will look like a Christmas tree. Yeah. Um. So it it could be mistaken as a tree. You know, a large bush would be called a tree. Um. Now, vague memory. Now, so I'm gonna take it as a uh, a rumor. You know that I've heard somewhere, but I remember sitting, you know, at work one day on break and reading a newspaper and seeing a little study. Now, I cannot find it, you know, for the life of me. I, you know, I remember the paper. I remember about the time frame, about what year ish, um, late '90s USA Today. But uh, I cannot remember the name of the article, and I cannot find it in their history. So take it as conjecture. But I remember reading something about a uh, study that showed that use of marijuana can actually increase brain activity. Um, yeah, I've seen something about that too. And I've also seen where in uh, people with like certain types of dementia, it, it kind of slows the degradation of the, of, the, of the brain cells and whatnot. Like it doesn't reverse it, <coughs> but it like slows it down. I think it was mentioned, it might have been Alzheimer's. And, you know, some disease I'll probably have one day. Um, sweet, sweet Alzheimer's. The seed can be classified as a fruit. Yeah, you mentioned that when we did this before, and that, that still shocks me. I mean, wouldn't... Because I would have figured the bud would be a fruit, if anything. <laughs> you know? That's a flower. <laughs> But uh, even seed can be fruit. You know, you bear fruit. You know, fruit. as you are fruitful yeah. and multiply. You know, yeah. so. And, but nobody, nobody got so high eating seeds. Either way, like, but it, but it does contain enough nutrients that you can use it as a oh, yeah. calorie and you, nutrient you efficient food. Um, but either as a seed or if it is considered as a scientific fruit, but it could have been called a fruit because it bore. Um, well, you're, you're talking about the same part of the Bible, though, that called bats birds. 
but but either either way, either definition yeah. of it can be considered fruit mm-hmm. in a biblical in a biblical term. If it shows that it can be increased brain activity and it is a fruit of sort, the fruit of the tree of knowledge that we were forbidden to partake from. And they say that evil is the one it's, it's, that drove the, us to it. The serpent in the garden, it was never the devil, it's never mentioned in the Bible that Satan did this, but the serpent in the garden told Eve that if you take of this fruit, you will be as of like God. You know, you, so it, you know, maybe there's something to it. You know what I'm saying? Um, it, it could also have been mushrooms. You know, so mushrooms growing on a tree, that's fruit. That's a fruit. <laughs> yeah, that's a fruit from a, a tree. tree. <laughs> you know, and. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, this shit's in. The in, Bible is full of drug references, honestly. <laughs> this shit's been around for thousands of years. And, you know, people have known what it can do for you. Some people don't want you to know. Yeah, it's part. Um, so if you look at, like, uh, a lot of Eastern religions like Hinduism, Buddhism, pot use is kind of, like, almost encouraged. You know what I mean? Um, you got, you know, a lot of that, like, and even to, like, uh, like Native American religions, which are really considered Eastern religions, <laughs> if, if, you, if you divide them up the, the way their belief systems are set up, you know, they, they, they kind of encourage, like, a lot of different psychoactive substances. Um... But then you get into like your Western religions, specifically your Abrahamic religions, and they start to kind of they, they they prefer you to drink if you're going to do anything, you know. And it, it shows in our culture too, where drug use is frowned upon, drinking is celebrated, you know. And the reason for that, I, I and a lot of people believe, is that alcohol kind of makes you dumb. You don't really think about shit. Whereas stuff like pot. It really turns you, makes you think about your life, makes you think about shit. You sit around, and, like, your ideas are more free. You know what I mean? You, you think more outside the box. Much more liberal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, not, not, there ain't a whole lot of people who started smoking pot and became a neo-Nazi. <laughs> usually, usually they smoke pot and they go through a hippie phase. <laughs> Pretty much. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah I mean... There's nothing wrong with being hippies. Um, <laughs> you're, and if you want to be a neo-Nazi, you are free to do so. It means you're a piece of shit. That's okay. You know? The world needs pieces of shit. Just remember that if you can hate, everybody else can too. That's right. That's right. Um, so, yeah, in, in North America, it became, uh, once American culture started, the main, the main use for it was hemp, right? There wasn't a whole lot of, like, uh, like Nate North. American people that were smoking pot. Now, yeah, our main agricultural plant in the early days was definitely hemp. not fucking tobacco. No, it was hemp. You know, you needed hemp for shipbuilding, for the ropes, and for sails. And I mean, you can you can do everything in the fucking world with hemp, right? And uh, before corporations that owned certain plastics and polyesters and shit like that got in the mix of things, it was you know there it was still preferred. Um, so it was fucking everywhere, right? And then... Ah, freaking email notification. Uh, so it wasn't me. No, ah. it was not. But... 
So yeah, um, there was uh, I think it was was it George Washington that said the make use of the hemp seed. Um, not sure if it was a quote. I do know I got it from high times back when I was younger. Make the most of the hemp seed, sow it everywhere. Yeah, I, for some reason I, I tr I'm attributing it to Washington or one of the founding fathers. But yeah, there's make use of the hemp seed, sow it everywhere. Um, up on the screen is a hemp for victory thing that was thrown out for it was trying to encourage farmers to, to start growing hemp, especially for like the war effort. Um, but it was still being used psychoactively and medicinally as well. Uh, Queen Victoria would often use it for her menstrual cramps and headaches. Um, there was a lot of like patent medicines, you know, your old snake oils. A lot of them had uh, hash, cannabis in it. Um, of course, they also had morphine, cocaine, red chalk, mercury. Baby vomit. But, you know, we're just random stupid shit. <laughs> these were all things that were in <laughs> some of these patent medicines, by the way. I didn't make up none of that. <laughs> Come on down, hell. George get Washington, <laughs> make the most of the Indian hemp seed and sow it. Make the most of the Indian hemp seed and sow it everywhere. Hell yeah. Um... Yeah, you used, you used to have an idea, and I wanted to do it with bird feeders. You wanted to get an ultra. Oh, bird feeders too, man. <laughs> but I wanted to go grand scheme things, man. I mean, Michael marijuana seed. <laughs> they, I used to, uh, <laughs> you know, dude, there's a whole story behind Johnny Appleseed, how he wasn't really that good of a guy. <laughs> um, I never said I was. <laughs> no, it just came up as when you said Michael marijuana seed. I was like, oh, yeah, Johnny Appleseed. That's a cool story to talk about one day. He was actually a fucking piece of shit huckster, and we'll talk about it sometime. <laughs> um, but, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, the, I, there was this guy, uh, God, I can't remember his name. They called it Mark Emery, the, the Canadian Prince of Pot, right? He had this thing of outgrow the government. You know what I mean? If it's fucking growing every goddamn where, what can they do? Yeah. <laughs> and I wanted to take that idea and run. You know, yeah, I heard, you know, we could put it in a bird feeders, and I know people that would. And around their property, you would find the occasional I little, would save, little you know, plant come up. I a pot that was full of seeds. I would save these seeds. I'd throw them out going down the road. You know, throw a handful of seeds. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> they mow beside the road too often. Yeah, but who's to say if, that if you get it out far enough, it could grow on the edge. But you know, if, if a some, bird if a bird picks it up, yeah, you know that's that was a hopeful idea. But yeah, my idea, folks, that he was referring to was to uh, you know buy all the seeds, collect all the seeds from every pothead that I knew all over the place. Hell, put it in the papers. What the heck ever to get people to send you, you know, send me your seed, get an egg on ultralight, and just fly across the daggone country with a seed spreader on the back, <laughs> just dumping seeds as I flew across the country. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, so anybody with money and a plan, an idea, do it. Yeah, it was, like I said, it was a major crop. Um, and Because they're right, man. If, if it's growing everywhere, there's nothing they can fucking do. <laughs> Not without trying to kill all of us with, you know, putting shit in jet trails and stuff. Yeah. Well, then prohibition happens for alcohol. And that really starts to get people in the mind of, uh, of uh, like, hey, we can we can outlaw we can outlaw fun, you know, <laughs> and uh, yeah. So let's see, what's the next one? Ah, yes, marijuana, the assassin of youth. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, the good old days. Yeah, here comes here comes racist propaganda, right? 
Um, there, here starts all these movements for it. And number one, like the number one spearheader was a piece of shit. I'm glad we cover him up. His face doesn't deserve to be shown. Yeah. <laughs> Harry J. Anslinger. Well, if you really want to piss everybody off, you can just, you know, shut that off right quick. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. 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 No, learn how to use the program. No. Not not in the midst of using it. Why not? <laughs> what are you supposed to be doing? Is if I what if I hit something? we're thirty six minutes in. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think I can move this around though. Well, yeah, you can do that. There we go, Harry J. Anslinger. Right. So prohibition. Uh, he was he was he was a big guy in the uh, alcohol prohibition. That's a green line, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, it's those aren't no. But yeah, you could just take oh. the camera off. Okay, well, you're gonna assume I turn it back on. <laughs> video capture device, the little eyeball. Oh, all right, cool. Oh, I see the little mute button now. Yeah, um, that thing. <laughs> yeah, so he was he he, he headed up uh, the uh, division again, the prohibition division, what do they call them, the revenue or whatever. And uh, he found himself pretty much without anything to do after alcohol got legalized, and he had to come up with the the new enemy, right, new scourge, and. It, it, he couldn't come up with a reason to make people think pot was bad. You know, and people, in his term, were white people, right? Like, white Christian Americans, you know. Yeah. Um, what could, what, what what could, could make, make white America, America terrified? Hmm. Maybe <laughs> having a black man actually look him in the eye. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh God. Or, or what, what if, what if, under the influence of this evil narcotic, your daughter falls in love with one of these darties, right? <laughs> Heaven forbid. So they start paying, they, they start this propaganda thing of uh, putting out, you know, the, the lazy Mexicans and the evil black black jazz musicians, you know, using pot to try and like, you know, infiltrate our society and destroy our corrupt our youth. He says in this quote, Rifa makes Dockers think they're as good as white men. Another good one. There are a hundred thousand total marijuana smokers in the U.S., and most are Negroes, Hispanics, Filipinos, and entertainers. Their satanic music, jazz, and swing result from marijuana usage. This marijuana causes white women to seek sexual relations with Negroes. Entertainers. Mm. Oh, God. And any others. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. This is the nonsense that they're fucking spreading. You know, and this is where all pot laws today, all drug laws today, come from this stupid shit. Right? <laughs> People bought into it for some fucking reason. They taught their kids this shit. And then their kids taught their kids this shit. And Marijuana then the government comes in and teaches this influences shit. Influences Negroes. So look, look at, at white people in the eye. Step on white men's shadows. And look at a white woman twice. Hey, it ain't so. Oh, this piece of shit. Yeah. Fuck him. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Um, also, you ever, you know, Billie Holiday, right? You know who she was? Uh-uh. Uh, she, she was like a, she was a musician, a singer. Uh... Fat girl from, um, I think she's, she's 
grew up in the South. She did, uh, what was it? Uh, Strange Fruit was a, it was a, a song about lynching in the South. And, uh, like, the, she was ordered by Harry Anslinger to know, to, like, they, she had a heroin problem. And they were like, he would, he would, he kept like, fuck with, he was like, look, you know, if you stop playing this song, you know, in public, and no one ever hears it again, and but she refused to do it. She just kept doing the song. And so he started like a war against Billie Holiday. And like, I mean, just started ruining her life. Damn. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. Um, in fact, there's like the, the she died of, uh, of an overdose while in a hospital for some other shit. And the only way the heroin got into her was from a fucking agent that was sent in by Harry. Like, Harry personally went to get her like, confession about some shit, and she was like, fuck you. And so the next day she ODs mysteriously up in the hospital. <laughs> um, yeah, he was a real piece of shit. And uh, this campaign really worked. Um, he then makes a propaganda video called Reefer Madness. And uh, it was fucking hilarious. Like, Reefer Madness was, it was ridiculous. Um, the, the, if you ever get a chance to watch the colorized version of Reefer Madness, it's worth it. Like, but back then, people didn't Please know. Please watch it. People, yeah, people didn't know back then that what, they, they believed pretty much what was told to them. You know what I mean? Like, Fox News would have been a, been, been something. If yeah, they even if you're against marijuana for some <laughs> stupid reason, please go watch this. Yeah, you, you, you still know it's bullshit. Like, even if you hate marijuana, you know that the shit in Reefer Madness ain't real. But people believed it was real. You know, they believed that this drug was causing these, like, fits of, like, insanity and violence and rape. Yeah, and just when you watch it, if you're against it, think. This is what the hell your beliefs are based on. Yeah. This is their foundation. This is what you were taught from. Go watch it. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, you sh- you sh- it's definitely worth a see. And like I said, it, it's funny as shit. But it was really successful. So they were able to pass, pass a prohibition on it. Um, yeah, you know. The infamous Stamp Act. Yeah, so now President Truman, because, and no, not Truman, Roosevelt, it was FDR. And mind you, he had no particular interest in it one way or the other. But with Anslinger constantly whispering in his ear, now you got the American people in an uproar that black people are getting stoned and stepping on white people's shadows. I don't understand that one, by the way. I know that was a thing, right? But I don't understand feeling upset by somebody stepping on your shadow. I can't fathom that mattering. I'm sure there was a metaphor for it. Or, I mean, because if, if there wasn't, then, yeah, that, that. Get this, right? Say it's 5 o'clock in the afternoon on a summer day. I am on, I'm a black man, and I am on my side of the street, right? I am across the street from white people. But their shadows reach across the road and are on my sidewalk. That's what I'm saying. If, if it was literal, <laughs> well, I don't know what to think. But, but, but if, there was a meta- if there was a metaphorical bit about, you know, following in another shadow, you know, like trying to actually, you know, follow in the footsteps, you know, kind of a thing. Maybe, maybe. But like I said, Harry Anslinger ain't the only place I've seen that. But it could have been something. Maybe it did mean something like that. 
You know what I mean? Sneak it up behind. I'm a whole, I mean, I, I, I can see how idiotic they were just by, you know, looking at the shit they went through. But Yeah. You know, like, my granddaddy was in the Klan. I heard a lot of this stupid propaganda about black people. He didn't mention anything about shadows, though. But it, it seems like it was his parents' generation. It was a thing. You know, and maybe, like I said, it may have been allegorical, you know. Like, maybe not literally a shadow. But I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, um, this, this, this is a thing that, come, that got passed around, you know. It, was, it had pictures of pot. And, and again, I think that's a male plant. I mean, let me hide. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's, that looks like a male plant. They didn't want anybody knowing what actual pot looked like. So all the pictures you see from the 40s and 50s are male pot plants. <laughs> or they're false Aurelia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nobody knew what it looked like, you know. And a lot of people had no idea what marijuana was, and all of a sudden there's this thing they're being told is like this evil weed that's being used by, oh, God, commies and the liberals. That was another thing that came up, too. But well, yeah, it was definitely used by liberals. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so Roosevelt signs in the 1937 Marijuana Tax Stamp Act, which to me was some underhanded shit, right? I don't, I don't really understand the tent. Right. Point of interjection, since we mentioned liberals. Neither one of us see liberals as an evil mindset. No, no. I, 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 we I, both do agree that the term liberal has been completely misconstrued and twisted around no. in today's in today's culture, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, definitely not what liberalism actually is. Okay. Well, yeah, Just wanted to make we sure that we're not talking 30s. shit about that. Back, to, back in the 20s and 30s, even, uh, liberals, liberal, was, it, was a, it was a thing being used by the, by the right wing, and they were being compared to commies, you know, these liberal commies, you know, and it, it goes way back, you know. It's in, it, well, liberal is free-thinking. Anything that, now it's to anybody that thinks anything differently you know, is almost what the definition now is. Yeah. But it, it's always historically been, and what I've actually, you know, is the historical version is what I determine it as, is that, you know, liberal is, you know, open-minded, free-thinking, you know, yeah, yeah. individualism. Modern, you know, and it should always be a good thing to move forward, but right, yeah. anyway, um, the, the marijuana tax app says that you can only have marijuana if you go down to the Treasury Department with the marijuana have it weighed, and have a tax stamp affixed to the package. Well, the problem was they didn't print a single... Hey, can I get stamp. a stamp? Um, you're under arrest for possession. <laughs> yeah, they didn't print any stamps. So, so in fact, they, they, they Magic the Gathering pot out of, out of the picture. Right? <laughs> and because they did it with this tax stamp, it now fell under the Treasury Department. Right Now, the Treasury Department, any kind of... Uh, um, offense against the Treasury Department is a criminal offense. So you have now criminalized the drugs. Like, all drugs are now criminalized, right? Whereas, if it was truly a, a public health concern, you know, it would have been put in charge of, I don't know, medical shit? <laughs> like, the medical board, surgeon. It should have fell under the Surgeon General purview. Well, they had to come up with, uh, they, they invented the whole, like, drug narcotics, you know, agency. And the first drug czar of the United States was Harry Anslinger. <laughs> Isn't that odd? 
the, the job, job he created. Yeah. <laughs> what can you do, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you actually see uh, Harry Anslinger's um, his his racist effect working its way through most of your federal government shit, like through the FBI and whatnot. You know what I mean? Um, in the early days, the FBI was, you know, they you had the whole COINTELPRO and shit, where they were basically going after like uh, Martin Luther King and the Black Panthers, and they were doing like some. Almost CIA-level fucking infiltration and, like, misinformation and fucking bombings, like, crazy shit, assassinations. And it all comes from this racist shit with Harry Anslinger. The good old days. <laughs> the good old days. Uh, so, moving for, I guess I'm going to have to move this up a little bit here. There we go. All right, so. Not a crap. Well, the 60s happen, and everybody smokes pot. And they're like, hold up a second. Why is this illegal? What is going on? Like the entire counterculture, everybody smoking pot. And they're also pretty fucking mad about Vietnam. <laughs> you know? And it's illegal. Like it's like unconstitutional to go after people who are against the war. You can't lock up people for wearing beads and having long hair. You know? But you can lock them up for pot. <laughs> right? And you can't arrest people for being black. And you can't arrest them for being poor. You can't lock them up for pot. <laughs> so they start to take these pot laws, these drug laws, and they start to enforce them in areas where they're undesirables. You're blacks, you're hippies, you know, you're gays, whatever. <laughs> they start to use these pot laws as ways to keep these people locked up. Um, they wouldn't do nothing like that, would they? <laughs> no, not the U.S. government. So there starts to be this push about legalizing drugs. And Nixon, who, you know, wanted to be tough on crime, you know, he couldn't really be tough on crime itself because that mostly falls under state law. And being the president, he can't really do much on that. But he does have purview over drugs, over drug laws, because it's federal. So he finds the most fucking conservative right-wing scientists and doctors that he can fucking lay his hands on, and he tells them, look, I want you to do an extensive, in-depth study on marijuana. I want you to find reasons for it to be illegal. I need you to make a recommendation to me about what to do, you know. So they do it. And they come back and they say, look, man, we've been, we've been testing this here pot, and uh, we've got it wrong. Like, everything we've been saying is bullshit. Um, the laws against marijuana seem to be uh, more harmful than the drug itself, which we cannot find any real harm to except for possible short-term memory loss. Nixon <laughs> breaks the fuck out, throws the fucking thing in the trash, and the next day declares war on drugs. Hey, our vote mattered. <laughs> yeah, so it, he wasted all that money on this study just to do what he wanted to do anyway. But he was hoping that the evidence would show that he was doing the right thing. Once he found out he wasn't, Mr. I'm not a crook doesn't do the right thing. <laughs> he only wanted to, and that's, you see that a lot, man. People only want to do the right thing if the right thing is what they want. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, People suck. So the war on drugs, it, it picks up. Um, and then comes in... Jimmy well, these are the times that my parents were talking about people getting drug out in the damn streets, clubbed upside the head, all because they had a little bit of weed. Yeah. Um, Carter, or their neighbor said they smelled weed. 
<laughs> Carter <laughs> ran his. That, I've never, never had that happen. Of course, did one time I go to your house? You never had it happen. But, uh, no. Well, see, now there was one time I went to your house and you had like a newspaper thing that had local crime reports, and like your house came up as being like reported for smelling pot. You said the cops never showed, right? So like, yeah, but it was in the newspaper that his fucking house had been somebody reported they smelled marijuana, and it's like, who? The, the guy, guy that lived with it, <laughs> your mom didn't, and you didn't have any neighbors. <laughs> like, did Charmaine call the cops? I don't, I don't fucking know, man. To this day, that's kind of a mystery. <laughs> but, you know, that's the only time I've ever really had anything happen like that as far as somebody stitched me out the pot. And you kind of wondered why I still... To this day, yeah. hang on to my Reaganistic yeah, fucking views on... because that was, that was right on. when I was starting to tease you about that. And, <laughs> and then, then some Reagan, Reagan shit happened, and I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I gotta, get, gotta redo all that work. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Jimmy Carter starts his campaign for presidency, and he, part of his thing that he runs on is the federal decriminalization of up to an ounce of marijuana, and lead the states to do the what they want to do. And for the first half of his presidency, that's what happens. Um, several states, I think 12 states, decriminalized pot, including North Carolina, decriminalized pot under Carter. But then one of his uh, one of his administration members goes to Studio 54, and there is what's now called the uh, Studio 54 scandal. Now, Studio 54 was a big nightclub in the 70s, right? Like, everybody knew about it. It was a disco. Um... Well, somebody, <laughs> hey, I like some BGs, you know, <laughs> ABBA. <laughs> See that girl? Just threw up in my mouth a little What's bit. What's that scene? The game of dancing queen. <laughs> oh, look, we, we didn't lose any viewers. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah. we're going to clip that. <laughs> no, we're not. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. That, that, that shows the difference between us. I think that's important. <laughs> I will sing ABBA <laughs> on live internet. <laughs> um, oh, shit, what was I talking Oh, yeah, so somebody ODs on Coke, and Jimmy Carter, somebody in his cabinet or whatever, gets kind of caught up in it, and it starts this huge scandal. So he has to backpedal on pot, right? Okay, he actually starts, you know, put more criminal penalties in place so that he looks softer on, he doesn't look soft on drugs anymore because, you know, this whole cocaine scandal at Studio 54 happens. Um, so that, you know, there, it was starting to go back our way a little bit, you know, back towards legalization, and then boom, some bullshit happened, and politics happened, and, well, all the, all the good things went away. Uh, Reagan... Yeah, fucking Reagan. <laughs> what can we say about him, huh? No, no. Well, he was an actor from Hollywood, so he was one of these, you know, satanic entertainers. I don't know how he ever got elected. <laughs> well, he was an actor. Uh, you said it. Uh, got my dog just staring at me across the table over there. I kind of forgot he was in here. <laughs> Beasy boy. Please don't fuck up the camera cord. Lay down. 
Yeah. Lay down. Good boy. All right. <laughs> um. Oh, that's why here are the other dogs. All right. So, war on drugs under Reagan. Um. Reagan goes fucking bonkers over it, right? Uh, he he basically he's the one that says uh, if you do drugs or you sell drugs, we're going to find you, and if we're going to lock you up. And if you don't you don't think we have enough room in the prisons, we'll make room. We'll build prisons. <laughs> and let's you know this brings in the birth of the. Um, now you know why I got so good at hiding my weed. <laughs> Uh, this this brings in what is it, the uh, prison industrial complex, right? And privatized prisons, and it becomes like now it's financially, you know, important. Like the the drug the drug laws, the drug war has this financial thing to it. Now they're making money on it. They're making money off prisoners that are in there for drugs. They're making money from you know everybody's making money off of drug laws, keeping the prisons full of fucking potheads. Um, Fucking Reagan, you know, and you know, his fucking him and his wife got a lot of advice from this like, from an astrologer that would like read out their special horoscopes, and then they stopped using her for a while, and then Reagan got shot, and then they started using her even more. <laughs> they figure, well, we, we could have seen that coming. <laughs> like, you know, and what's so weird to me is that Reagan was like the super Christian, right? Like, hardcore Christian. And I was always told that you weren't even supposed to look at the horoscopes as a joke, because that was witchcraft. Yeah. Know? So I don't, I don't understand how it was okay for them. <laughs> you know, like Hollywood. Goddamn Hollywood elites. That's the only thing I can attribute to it. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. I can't do horoscopes and. Yeah. Psychics and yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't, I, yeah, me and me and Jesse but I mean, it is, it is ancient, it is, yeah, I mean, it's sure, been, it's been since, around for a while, yeah, I mean, you know, and half of the half of the world has been developed off of astrology on the Charmantis Fanny Pack. We have an astrology episode, I mean, the dark ages happened because of it, but I mean, a lot of world <laughs> history has been developed because of it, yeah, I mean, and but what you'd think we'd be past that now, of course, you'd think we'd be past religion by now. Um, good thing no, like, moral panics have ever happened because of evangelical Christianity or anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Reagan ramps up the drug war. Nancy Reagan starts the, uh, just say no. And this is also when you get the birth of D.A.R.E. D.A.R.E. Program. Yeah. Uh, D.A.R.E. stood for... Drugs are really excellent. Um, <laughs> oh, I can't remember what it stood for. Oh. oh hell! Yeah, I, uh, yeah. Years and years and years of making fun of it and trying to avoid it. How you can't remember it? <laughs> no, of course I, not. I do remember that Leo the Lion came from uh, LEO Law Enforcement. Drug Law abuse Law. resistance education. Drug abuse resistance education. Hey, did you ever have to watch that stupid? No Michael wonder they had to shorten that shit down. Did you ever watch that really stupid Michael Jackson just say no cartoon? No. Oh boy, I had to watch that for like a lot. They'd bring us in the library for dare class, and we'd watch that stupid video. Just say no, <laughs> say no, <laughs> Shimon. <laughs> no. Oh yeah. 
Oh, Goodness boy. gracious. Yeah, there was it, there was a whole car, anti Michael Jackson anti drug cartoon. <laughs> you know, he died of a drug overdose. Um, so yeah, the dare the dare program was effective. Um, it taught me all about the drugs I wanted to do. And taught me that the government lies to me. Yeah, as soon as I tried one of those drugs, I was like, oh god, they they lied. Well, I already knew everything about marijuana. <laughs> I was yeah. raised by a fucking hippie. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, all the hippies in my family were gone. <laughs> you know, and they were all on my mom's side, and they all lived all over. They they got the fuck away from Clampa. Well, Ed, <laughs> I have to admit, my mom probably should have hid it from me a little bit, just a touch, like through my development toddler years, but she didn't. Um, I grew up. Banana. Airplane. <coughs> that was what I was taught when I was a child. Airplane. Airplane. So one day when I was a toddler and my mom went to open the damn door and I said, I'm sitting there just outside of reach with a joint in my damn mouth because I had picked it up off the table to mimic her. Um, she looks over at me and snatches it out of my mouth and, and I'm like, I want my airplane, I want my airplane. And so my mom didn't go to fucking jail when the neighbor had knocked on the fucking door. Instead of I want my joint, I called it an airplane. Saved her ass. That works. So, Yeah. Yeah, I got high my first time when I was about four or five. Yeah, yeah, she probably should have hit it from me just a little. <coughs> yeah, I mean, maybe. I never but really hit it from Storm. In fact, other parents in her circle had gotten busted because their kids would talk at school or would talk to the D.A.R.E. officers and stuff like that. Um, I never did. Because I knew better as soon as the dare come around, I knew they were fucking lying because it's the first thing they talk about. Yeah. That'd be much better if it was a bomb. Much more appropriate if it was a bomb. And what am I doing? Just pouring water into the bomb? No. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, be nice. We got a closet full of them, too. <laughs> nah, we, we got a banana. <laughs> I don't mind it. It's like a steamroller, really. Could be worse. Yes, it could. Yes, it could. Mike's <laughs> <laughs> uh, over there getting his potassium. <laughs> yeah, I need some potassium myself. Getting a little cramped up here. But yeah, so. Yeah, they, I knew they were lying. Yeah, I did not. <coughs> <coughs> so, you know, <coughs> when they come around talking that. Yeah, but uh, I knew they were telling, talking shit, so when they started talking about mushrooms, cocaine, all that other good shit, yeah, they're alcohol, already lying, right? I'm like, you're already lying. I know you're lying, because the first story you just told me, so now I want to try mushrooms. Yeah, it's like now you, I want to try acid. I wanted Pot and acid were the first drugs I wanted to try because of dairy class, right? Yeah. And uh, I tried pot, I, I got hold of pot and acid at fairly similar times, actually. Matter of fact, my first pot dealer was also the first person who ever gave me acid. I think I was 15, 14 or 15. Lucky. When I got acid. But once I found out that they lied about that, I'm like, well, fuck, man. What about crack? <laughs> you know? Now, luckily, I saw somebody overdose on crack before I got hold of it. Well, see, that's what kept me away from heroin. <laughs> I'd seen a lot of crackheads walking around doing fine. Well, you know, doing. <laughs> <laughs> 
Dare didn't talk about crack. Or they talked about cocaine, but crack wasn't a thing yeah, at that yeah, time. Yeah, you were before the crack yeah, epidemic. Yeah, I was, I I was before I that. Was in, I was in dare class right on the end of the crack epidemic. Yeah, so I, I, could, see this, I could see the same thing. They, they lied about everything else. Because, <laughs> I mean, you started at the bottom of the ladder, and it's like, well, y'all lied. <laughs> and uh, I know that they might have been right about heroin, but now i got to find out what they weren't right about. You know? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that that it's a problem, especially for anybody that's actually in the know. Yeah, you're just leading them down the road. Yeah, yeah they created. They they say it's a, a stepping stone, a gateway. Dare was my gateway. <laughs> um, what was what year did the did the medical law pass in California? Uh, I want to say it was like ninety five or ninety seven. It was early nineties. See how good my Google foo is. Uh, no, not the new one. Yeah, Maryland just uh, recreationally legalized. Yeah. I think a couple other states might have too. I don't know. I haven't checked the news yet, and the voting's are not over. All the polls are not yeah. over. Do, 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 96. All right. Oh, damn, I said 95, 97. I was right. <laughs> Head on, bro. Um, so, yeah, and basically the marijuana and drug laws in the country kind of follow along this same train um, up until 1996 when California uh, legalizes medical use of marijuana. And they use kind of vague language. Oh, and to back up just a little bit. Oh, okay. Um, 1911. Governor Eugene Foss of Massachusetts signed the first law prohibiting marijuana in the United States. That was just for the state, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think there were a couple other, like, little, like, other, like, little fiefdoms in states that had little laws against it, kind of regulating it and whatnot, but it wasn't a big deal. Most people didn't know about it. Um, actually, cocaine, the war on cocaine goes back before this. Before pot. They were going after cocaine before pot. Um, when uh, when cops started using 45 millimeters, it was because they, there was this belief that a 9 millimeter bullet was not enough to stop a, a uh, cocaine-crazed Negro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> that, was, that, that was their whole thing. Like, every time they passed, made a drug law, it was, it, it was... They didn't know about PCP back then, huh? Uh, it didn't exist. <laughs> And, uh, oh boy. <laughs> you know, actually, I, when, in my early days of, of, of trying drugs, I did try Angel Dust, and I actually found it rather pleasant. Um, but that is, you know, I guess I'm an outlier. <laughs> you know? I actually, I actually found Angel Dust to be rather pleasant. A, re a nice little trippy experience. You know, um. Yeah, apparently if you get hold of the wrong stuff or you react to it slightly differently or you take too much of it, something along those lines, I don't know what, but it turns you into Superman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Naked, sweating Superman. Yeah. <laughs> You're not stopping that guy. <laughs> no, no. I've seen videos of, like, naked motherfuckers picking up cars and shit, you know, fucking <laughs> cops going after them. Like, it's, it's insane. Um, again, it, 
it's a health problem, right? It shouldn't be, law enforcement shouldn't be involved in it. Right. You know, it's a fucking health problem. Um, so, yeah, 97, uh, the California legalizes medical marijuana with some vague language, right? So you had... Uh, Wallpaper. <laughs> you had people uh, that would, um, you know, had, like, there was already a program, actually, for the eight, like, AIDS patients with the federal government that they'd send you, like, a coffee can of, like, 200 joints a month, which I would find that sufficient. 200 joints a month, I could stretch that. I mean, you're dying. Yeah, I mean... Might as well. <laughs> I mean, We're no, all dying. I mean, no, just me now. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, if they were giving it to dying patients, because why not? Yeah. We're all dying, yeah, just yeah. at different rates. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I, I mean, I, on the long <laughs> enough timeline, the life expectancy of everybody drops to zero. <laughs> Indeed it does. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so, but now, and there's, I think they only ever let in, like, 12 or 15 people. And uh, I think only a couple of them are still alive, but they still receive their fucking coffee cans of pot. <laughs> and uh, I've heard all kinds of rumors about where the pot's grown. Some people said it was grown here at NC State, and there is pot grown here at NC State that for like research and shit like that. But it's not, it's not the government. That's not where they get it. So some mystery farm somewhere is this pot that they're growing for like two people. <laughs> <laughs> it don't take a lot of room to do that. <coughs> no, no. And knowing the government, they probably spend a whole lot of money on it doing a bunch of extra that shit. Oh, yeah. There's plenty of waste. <laughs> they could send me 200. Joints a month. I would be cool with that. I would. They would almost buy my silence at that point. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'd well. sit down, shut up. What? Yeah. Uh, but, Drugs are bad and cakes. But it. <laughs> so it's a it's a step forward and a step back. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Folks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a step forward and a step back. Because, like, the pot laws, uh, the, the medical laws, people are kind of abusing them. Now, it does do good for getting a foot in the door towards people realizing that pot's not everything they've been told, right? It puts it a little bit in the mainstream and, and starts getting it some, like, attention where people are seeing people not freaking out and doing crazy shit. And, uh, but it also, it, it kind of hurts the medical cause because people are getting these prescriptions for, you know, a history of backaches in their family. You know, and like silly yeah. shit, and it's like you're, you're you're obviously just looking for loopholes. You know, what I mean, it's like why not just legalize it? And uh, so, over the next two years, a few a few more states follow suit, and then recreational laws start coming into effect, and which brings us to where we are pretty much now. Um, the federal government, like you can't, it's still illegal federally at this point. Um, you can't put your money in a bank. Um, <laughs> If you're like a pot grower, you own a dispensary. Um, but every year, more and more states are legalizing. Um, and every year, the government's looking dumber and dumber. Yeah, it, it really should get out of here, especially with some of the research that's coming out. Um, your body is made to take cannabinoids. We already know that. Your body has natural cannabinoids in it, and you have the receptors there, you know, what little bit of research is actually being done is you know, showing some promise and is reinforcing the idea that the government's been you know, lying to you for almost over 100 years and we really need to, to wake up. Um, these cannabinoids 
they regulate your body functions, pretty much all of your body functions. You know, we, you know, having mentioned that in our first try to run through on this, made me look into it a little bit more. These functions, n not all inclusive, include uh, appetite and digestion, your sleep patterns, uh, pain sensations, inflammation and other immune responses, mood regulation, your metabolism, learning and memory, and your reproduction. There's other things that it does as well, but those are just some of your most important ones that these cannabinoids that your body produces naturally, in most cases, help your body to do. You know, well, these same cannabinoids are also found in the marijuana plant. And pretty much only, right? Yeah, you don't find cannabinoids in very many in other species. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of why they're called cannabinoids. They're from the <laughs> cannabis species. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I would, I'd say you're probably not going to find many of them anywhere else. Um, now, in some of these spaces like mood, um, learning and memory, and reproduction, the use of marijuana can block off ones that your body really needs at this time with ones that you don't because the cannabinoids of marijuana latch onto these receptors. And if there's Delta 9 tetracabinol uh, is in the way of whichever one your body needs for, say, reproduction, then you're going to have issues there if you do it too often because your body's not getting the cannabinoid it needs, it's getting the one you want instead. Yeah. Yeah. And there have been a study, so pay attention, ladies, if you're young or you have daughters, definitely let them know, you know, know this. There has been a study for, it's been a long study, um, that you, female users between the age of about 15 to 17, when their body's still developing, um, actually have complication of uh, premature birth when they're older and having babies. So it can cause you to have premature babies um, if you use it during your developing teenage years. So you folks, I'm sorry it has to be some kind of exclusionary thing here, but you, you're kind of targeted on a really bad side effect of marijuana here. I would very much advise young ladies and anybody with a young lady as a child to kind of educate them on this. So even if they want to and you want them to be able to, that's probably a time to avoid it. <laughs> Just for their future's sake. Now, y'all you know, take that as y'all will. Learning and memory, of course, it causes short-term memory loss. But it also unlocks things that you have thought that you have heard or may have caught in gleaning sometime 15, 20 years ago that you never thought you would ever bring up in a conversation, but you smoke a joint, you're talking about it like you fucking know everything about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but ask you what you just said 15 fucking minutes ago, or what, like, I don't know, dare means when it just pops up all of a sudden. That's really excellent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it can do that. Metabolism. I mean, yeah, you sit there and smoke the joint and then you know, munch out every freaking day. Your, your metabolism slows down a little bit for quite a few hours after you smoke. <coughs> and it can increase your appetite as well. Oh, yeah. Um, especially... <laughs> That's a bad combination. Especially CBD. <laughs> uh, CBD, like, really does that with your appetite. Um, 
I, 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 that's where they say the munchies come from. In fact, CBD has all your like physical effects, really. Um, whereas the whereas THC Delta Nine, more so than Delta Eight, I found. But Del, the the other deltas that keep coming out do work just differently and yeah. not as and not as well as Delta Nine, um, at least for my purposes. Um, but yeah, it does. It, it, that's where all people get paranoid off the off of that shit. It's never done that to me, but you know people do get paranoid. It's because I have of once um, after quitting for a while and then you know hitting way too much of a pin. You well, know, how high much of that paranoia has to do with you know worried about going to jail? That was just oh wow, I am way too fucking high. Every fucking thing's crowding around me. Holy fucking shit, I smoked way too goddamn much my first time back. <laughs> that's kind of how I feel when I don't smoke weed. Everything's crowding around me. Too much is going on. <laughs> so when I smoke weed, that kind of goes away, you know. <laughs> you know, anxiety is one of the side effects of you know what is classified as an overdose of marijuana. Now, overdose, you're not going to do it to death and. Bless you. Wow. Oh my God. What would it take? <laughs> something like you know, five times your body weight or something along that effect. Um, I can't remember, but it's a, it's a god awful amount to be able to smoke yourself to death. And I think you'd probably die of asphyxiation before you ever did from a marijuana overdose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... But if you loosen the term of overdose to having you know adverse effects, you can overdose. Um, and if you have anxiety, it can, if you smoke way too much at one time, you know, increase your anxiety, give you feelings of paranoia, make you actually sick to your stomach, and cause nausea. Um, yeah, that's just, you know, you smoke too much. Look, go lay down, you'll be okay. You, 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 you'll wake up in a few minutes. You, you'll and, you know. be all right. But, um, yeah, after your tolerance gets up higher, then you really, those side effects are negligible at best. Um but the other side effect is you, it, it is habit forming, but um, there's a, some kind of a chronic uh, use disorder. Um, um, hold on. Uh, to where it actually does make some folks sick and, you know. Marijuana toxicity. Yeah, something along, yeah, that's, that's, I think that's one of the side effects of it. Yeah, one well, of, that's, one of the that, effects it, of it, it. It, that's, that's where they're saying it makes people feel sick. And the, I'd actually say that that whole thing was bullshit were it not for David, actually. Um, but then again, it's like these VA doctors that are telling them that, oh, no, you, your problems all come from marijuana toxicity. And it's like, for, first of all, the term marijuana <laughs> was created by the by Anslinger, right? It was because it, it, it helped him attribute it to Mexicans, you know, Mary Jane marijuana. Um, so the term marijuana itself is kind of the, an outdated racist term. That's why you see most people go with the term cannabis. Um, so you, it, they're... they're, they're there, uh, any kind of like studies on it that have been done in recent years have referred to it as such. So if these doctors were saying you have cannabis toxicity, I'd be like, okay, but they're saying marijuana toxicity. I'm like, no, y'all are y'all are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like y'all have some old information that y'all need to get updated. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, if it weren't for that, I'd say the whole thing was entirely bullshit. But you know it. I, I do believe that there are people who have like adverse reactions to large amounts. Um, not me. I most of no. <laughs> well, I, well, I I can I I would say I'm slightly uh, adverse to smoking it. Um, 
because unlike you know a cigarette or anything else, occasionally I'll smoke some and I'll get you know really bad phlegm and you know shortness of breath kind of a deal in the lung, almost like it's an asthma attack of sorts. Um, so I might have some slight allergic reaction to some strains, but it could as well just be somebody threw some fucking you know bug spray or something on it. Or something. You know, I don't know. It could be, or it, um, it could be also like... I don't always of, get medical grade also, marijuana. It, it could also be like uh, mildew. Yeah. Some mildew that the buds were dried out like too slow or too fast. Yeah, there, there could be other reasons. I don't know, but yeah. you know, it only happens with marijuana. And that is one of the things that you got to look out for is making sure that your, your weed is you know, at least quality. Clean, you know, yeah. know what you're getting, know what you're getting into, you know, educate yourself on what you're supposed to be getting when you buy a bag so you don't get a bag of parsley bullshit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you also so that you can break it and you, when you're looking at it that you can, you can spot fungus and molds and stuff like that. Um, you know, some, you know, get you a freaking magnifying glass. Learn how good of quality yeah, yeah. weed you're getting actually by actually board. looking at the crystals <laughs> and stuff, man. That is beautiful. You think that, that kind of picture right there that we're showing here is beautiful? No, get down to get the fucking trichromes. Yeah, <laughs> you get down and look at the trichrome when you're actually able to look at it and tell what stage that it was harvested in. Yeah, and you can you can find exactly what you're looking for. Yeah, because when it's when when the trichromes start forming, they're clear, and then when the THC and everything gets in there, when it's THC heavy, they start to turn a milky color, and then these crystals, when it becomes more CBD heavy. And the THC has started to grade. They start to turn this amber color. So you have like this. The crystals on pot have like a variety of colors to them, you know. Um, and there's some trichromes that instead of getting milky white, they get like milky pink or blue. <laughs> and, you know. and then later they start to amber out. And that's when you'll get your more like sedative CBD effects. I, I kind of like a uh, I kind of like a heavy heavy THC. That's I try to go from milky almost starting to get to the amber point. When yeah, I'm when they out. when when a couple of them are turned amber and the rest, yeah, you get yeah. a couple of mature. Yeah. Yep, yep. That's you get a better flavor profile. Yeah. Um, not that I've ever uh, partaken in any marijuana, <laughs> grown it or. But yeah, some of the the benefits though. Um, it does help with chronic pain, though, again, some studies have shown that folks that use it for chronic pain actually don't get the benefit of pain relief, <laughs> no, you just but more of they get a fucking attitude. The pain doesn't matter anymore, Yeah, and which is where I get it. I get it. Uh, I, I know from my own perspective that marijuana does not cure pain. My shoulder still hurts. My back still hurts. My, my hip still hurts. My ribs still hurt. Everything still fucking hurts. I just don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and I go on with my damn life. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> it's like, oh, man, my side really fucking hurts today. Oh, look. <laughs> <This is laughs> but everything still fucking hurts. On, on and <laughs> yeah, they do show that some folks actually do develop that, you know, chronic use disorder for, from it. You know, they, maybe. I Again, I say it's like heart medicine, right? You know, if... If you're if you're taking heart medicine to stop from having a heart attack and then you stop taking it and you have a heart attack was that was that some form of of, of you know what was that uh, having an adverse effect to not having the drug is that <laughs> or was it just a mental thing that clicked you into it yeah there's all kinds of things yeah it, you know like <laughs> but it, it does it it it's been shown to help and that was you know one of the first things that has been used for you know thousands of years ago was for 
pain relief, and the first you know medical use was for chronic pain relief. Um, it, they found out that it does help with alcoholism, alcoholism, and other drug addictions like opioids. Um, most people that have access to and are using marijuana don't really crave opioids too heavily. Now, in fact, I saw this video about this like rehab clinic where they're just like given they, they take like op uh, opioid addicts and they just like they start their day off just giving them like a fucking slab of wax and they're just sitting there fucking just getting fucking baked all day for for this whole time. You know, they're not thinking about heroin because they're no, so they're thinking about every damn thing else now. And, and it helps with the nausea from the fucking withdrawals and shit like that, the chills. You know, like they still have these effects, but they're they're they're, they're like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, weed helped me get off alcohol because I mean, when I was young, you know, I went through an alcoholic phase where yeah, yeah, it just, it it was scaring me, but it helped me get off of because I didn't care about you know getting drunk. I didn't care yeah. about doing anything. Like was, you know, my mind was open. I was too worried. You know, I about could I could actually give up where my place in the universe if is. If I had like of, a damn know. near limitless supply of pot. I could never smoke cigarettes again if I had a limitless supply of pot that I could just constantly roll joints. Made me not care about my own problems and start <laughs> worrying about bigger problems of the universe. Yeah, yeah. Which my, includes everybody else. Yeah, it's, so. it's actually more fun to think about the universe than the, <laughs> than my own pit of despair yeah. that I was looking for in the bottom <laughs> of a bottle. Yeah, so it helped me. You know, anecdotal is at best. You know, just my own personal experience there. But it's supposed to help with depression, post-traumatic stress disorder, and social anxieties. Does for me. Yep. Yeah, I remember <laughs> back when, uh, you know, and still today, I'd still prefer if I got to go out and mesh with people that, you know, I have a little bit of weed before I go out. Um, makes me a much more sociable yeah, I person. Can't, I can't go to Walmart completely sober. I mean, I'm much more apt to carry on a pleasant conversation with you for no reason whatsoever other than you're yeah. there when I'm high than when I'm not. When I'm not, when, fuck you, get out of my goddamn way. A, what side of fucking aisle do you walk on, bitch? <laughs> when I walk into a store and I'm, I've smoked pot and they say, hi, welcome to whatever, it doesn't piss me off. It no, I actually say hi back. Yeah, I'll say, hey, how you doing? Any other time, that's why for the longest time I never ate at Andy's, I think, which is now Highway 55, because you'd walk in, hi, welcome to Andy's. And I'm like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. I don't even like it when, like, the, you know, the, Servers like you know stand at the table and want to communicate with you like diners and shit and it's like, well, <laughs> see, I, I was I could be a server. I was you know open, flirtatious, you know, just, and just pleasant. Yeah, and I'm okay with being pleasant, but even even when I am high and you just stand there wanting to talk to me, it's like I came here to eat. I didn't want to have... No, even if I just come there to eat. If I'm high beforehand, not only am I going to spend I am more, more... I am more amicable towards it. Hi, how are you doing today? Yeah, it's a great day, isn't it? Yeah, I am more amicable towards it then, you know. If I'm sober and... I, I'm, I'm sober, it's like, yeah, give me a goddamn coffee and a waffle, anyway. please. Thank you. Have a good day. <laughs> I'm probably not eating anyway, you know, because it's like, you know. <laughs> I'm just home eating ramen, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, the, there's other... Cancer, multiple sclerosis, epilepsy, um, you know, one of the first federally approved drugs, FDA approved, was for uh, epilepsy. Um, and uh, it's shown that um, children who received the CBD solutions you know, reduced their seizures by half, and a quarter of the children in the study had no seizures at all. 
Yeah, I saw a video of this kid who was like seizing, and uh, she was like a toddler, and they had like that Rick Simpson oil stuff, the hash oil, and they get put just a couple of drops under her tongue, and she like chilled out. Yeah, look up Charlotte. Charlotte's Web. Yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the name of the strain. Yeah, that was one of the first that was uh, federally available. Um, and yeah, the, there, there are a few side effects, you know, risk problems. You know, it can, if you have bipolar disorder or, you know, schizophrenia or stuff like that, it can have some adverse reactions and kind of push you deeper into your psychosis. Um, yeah. or, or it could just like, you know, it, it, it disconnects you from the symptoms while they're getting worse and you're not noticing it. Yeah. Yeah. That could be the the compounding problem with it, but you know it has been shown that you know there is an issue there that needs you know needs more research. We need to we need to open this stuff up. Probably. Yeah, and and honestly, with all the states that have been opening shit up and laws changing and whatnot, we are getting more and more research, more and more data. And respiratory it. disease, because the most popular way of using it over the generations has been smoke. Yeah, but I mean, I. <laughs> I can't really blame that on the cannabis, man. <laughs> no, not that's really. The, yeah, that's a problem with and smoking. Honestly, I, if if it's just probably like bongs are probably fine, right? You know, what I mean? if they're clean. Yeah, 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 you, yeah, yeah. yeah. Make sure you bong, you clean your bongs. Don't let that shit sit over yeah. you know a couple of days. You know, like, I don't you're even getting, really you're like getting mold and mildew in your in your shit. Yeah, I don't even really like smoking bowls because yeah, I keep I, that shit clean too. I don't like the taste of resin anymore that much. You know, <laughs> changed over the years. I, I used to smoke resin like I want nothing. Now I. I'd rather not. I'd, I've been without pot for days. I didn't clean a single bowl. And you wondered why in the hell I used to clean my shit religiously. Yeah, and throw it away. <laughs> so what are you doing? <laughs> there's there's a high there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, folks, that's uh, that's the devil's lettuce. Um, part of our month-long uh, devil thing that we got going on. Um, I guess, so yeah, um, damn it. Devils let us maybe forget what I was going to say here. Our next episode is going to be leading into, well, our next one's going to be the psychobabble. Yeah, our next episode is going to be kind of a psychobabble. Um, we'll probably find something to talk about that brings up Satan, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, he's, he's everywhere. He's everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> um, what have I ever done to you? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we're going to do that. And I bet you, I bet you our dice roll this week for South Park gives us one of the Satan episodes. I wouldn't be fucking surprised. <laughs> Um, and then after that, we're going to be doing the Satanic Panic, uh, covering Michelle Remembers, Mike Warrenke, um, the McMartin preschool trial, and uh, the West Memphis Three. Did you listen to that podcast I sent you? Not yet. Yeah. Um, there's, I, I remember I, I, live, I live in the area where internet hasn't gotten to yet. You, you, can, you can download episodes on Spotify, right? I think so. Yeah, no, you can. <laughs> you can. Remember, I'm the guy with the cuneiform tablets teaching you how right, to do Right, right, yeah, I'll, I'll show you how to do it. There's a little arrow button. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you uh, definitely, like, check us back out then. Um, it's, a t- it's a topic I'm actually pretty excited about. I, I grew up in a Southern Baptist evangelical home, so I have plenty to say about the satanic panic, um, <laughs> even though I was raised the decade after. <laughs> that doesn't matter. They they don't let that shit go. <laughs> and uh, we're going to talk about it was a fun time. And we're going to talk about uh, its its relevance today with uh, QAnon and all this shit. So stay stay tuned in, folks. You can find us on uh, Spotify, YouTube, uh, 
fuck, man, you can find us everywhere except for Google Podcasts and, and Stitcher. You know, it's such a long list at this point. It's easier just to name the two that I'm not on. Um, if you like this, be sure to check out our, our sister show under uh, Nifty Rocks Media Production, um, Charlie Manson's Fanny Pack. We also do a patron-only show uh, called Skeeter's Bar Talk about South Park. Um, you can find us on patreon.com backslash stonerspointpod. Uh, you can you can Gmail us at uh, stonerspointpod at gmail.com. Right on. Um, uh, we're on we're on Twitch, obviously, and uh, yeah, and also, Stoners Point at Twitter and Facebook. Um, but yeah, folks, uh, links will be coming in the chats eventually as soon as I teach him that particular part of it. The shortcuts are already made, so he'll be able to uh, blast those chat those links to you throughout the episode, so you don't have to wait until the end to catch them. Um, but yeah, hit those likes, follows, all that good stuff. You know, some of the links are in our Twitch channel here for uh, YouTube. And our Patreon, of course, is on our page there. So definitely go check them out. Hit the likes, follows, subscribes, notification bells, likes, leave a comments and all that good stuff. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you want to hear. Because if you don't tell us what you want to talk about, we're going to talk about yeah, what and, we want uh, to talk about. If you're a patron member, uh, $5 a month gets you access to voting. Um, there's lists of topics up there every month. And the last episode of each month will be a listener voted or a patron voted topic. Um, right now we have uh, one patron, uh, Special Agent Johnson, and uh, he's he's determined the last two. So if you guys... Uh, we're under a dictatorship here, we, folks. Yeah, Save we, us. We are under a dictatorship. A kind one, but a dictatorship nonetheless, you know. And We want democracy too! <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a whole list of topics. You want to hear about Joan Benet Ramsey? I'm only ever going to do that topic if it's voted in. Uh, you want to hear about JFK? That's got to be a voter topic. You want to hear about the Holocaust? That's a voter topic. Um, and we, we still do whatever the fuck we want in the meantime, but these are topics that are big topics that are going to take a lot of work <laughs> or they're super popular. Um, or they're just some horrible shit to have to read about. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of horrible shit to have to read about, um, me and Mike are currently talking about doing a Casey Anthony episode. <laughs> We'll be sure to have plenty of slideshows. Uh, make sure you have lotion and tissues. Uh, this smoke show is a piece of shit, but, you know, she is a smoke show. <laughs> um, oh, that Patreon also gets you access to our secondary uh, show, Skeeter's Bar Talk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that is behind a paywall. I, I did mention it as a Patreon-only show, but, yeah, that $5 access gets you then. Um and if we have, oh, wow, we got two viewers. Hey, and upcoming uh, possible blooper reels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a lot of those. I actually have a few, like, entire, like, two-hour-long recordings of us just fucking around trying to figure shit out. And that'll be where the vault is for the clips that eventually will be deleted from, <laughs> you know, by Twitch, unfortunately. You know, they don't, they no longer hold things into infinity for us. So eventually everything on Twitch will be falling off. And yeah, I know literally nothing about Twitch. The vault will be, <laughs> you know, YouTube will be transposing most of them over to YouTube, of course, but, you know, anything that doesn't make it there or, you know, some interesting shorts and clips and all that stuff will be created in a future vault that will be on Patreon. Well, yeah. Well, uh, Until then, folks, remember, 
Make the most of the hemp seed. Sow it everywhere. Yep, yep. And uh, fuck around and find out. <laughs>